When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family on the Tom Bernard podcast with Hackmaster Ralph Tobibasham, MD. Co-host Catherine Brandt. And and, uh, and <laughs> Andy Brandt Barnard. I my name like starts it. with the end. It's difficult. <laughs> That's true. It's all true. We'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen. The return of Kristen Burt right after this. Tommy, do you guys read a lot of poetry on the queue? You mean like, there once was a man from Nantucket? No, more like T.S. Eliot. April is the cruelest month, breeding lilacs out of the dead land, mixing memory and desire, stirring dull roots with spring rain. Dougie, what's wrong? You a little sad? No, other than the weather, nothing's wrong. In fact, in the walls of world, Coon Rapids and Burnsville finished number one and two in the state of Minnesota. J-Lo finally beat Dan Resch. Well, that's pretty cool. Is it okay if I take all the credit? Well, I'd expect nothing less. Actually, we've got great inventory of some great vehicles, and these short-term leases are perfect for people who can't get the brands that they want. You told me about those. You can drive a new Nissan for as little as 18 months, and by then the chips will be aplenty. That's it exactly. We hope by then you'll be a Walzer Nissan convert. For great deals from the Minnesota sales leaders, go to Burnsville or Coon Rapids Nissan. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Hey folks, it's Brian Zepp, and spring is finally here. If you're like me, you're seriously ready for some wind therapy. Make sure you and your motorcycle are good to go with Dennis Kirk. Whatever you ride, Harley, Indian, Metric Cruiser, or Sport Bike, you'll find what you need at DennisKirk.com. 160,000 parts and accessories in stock, clothing and helmets too. Order before 8 p.m., and they ship the same day. Plus, shipping is free for orders over 89 bucks. Follow Zepp's lead and head to DennisKirk.com. They ship today. This is very Kristen Burt like. This is a Kristen Burt <laughs> theme song. You feel like dancing? Theme, yep. It's a little modern dance here. It's another uh, Golden Jay song. He likes that 80s synth sound, I think. There yeah. you go. Nothing wrong with that. Ladies and gentlemen, here she is the synthesized Kristen Burt. <laughs> The hell have you been? What's it been like? Three, four years since you've been on? It's been two weeks. I've been on set the last couple of weeks, and I I won't be here next week either. I'm oh, so sorry. Oh, for Christ's sake! Here we go. I know. I I'm know. a big deal, Tom. You know, no, you know what happens? It's that we've had two years of nothing yeah. in Los yep. Angeles. Uh, now everything is back, and it's all at once. That is true. That is absolutely true. 
God, I've been. I think of you a lot while I'm watching. I'm going all the way back watching these shows from 40, 50 years ago, 30 years ago, just to compare what is on TV now as compared to what used to be on TV 50, 60 years ago. And one of the shows I watch is Dragnet. Boy, does he ever. Which constantly is talking about uh, Los Angeles. They showed, honest to God, Kristen, I'm not kidding. They showed this house, and it was a very, very nice house. Really, really nice. He goes, real estate is expensive in Los Angeles, California. This house was over $100,000. And, of course, this estate, beautiful, beautiful estate on many, many acres, that'll cost you $500,000. 500 grand in Los Angeles for now, a 10-acre now, estate. Now a tent in Santa Monica costs them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Unbelievable. I know I was joking with someone today uh, because a God. lot of the celebrities are moving up to Montecito. Montecito, yeah. Yep. And I said, yeah, they're buying a Home Depot shed that needs, you know, half million dollars worth of renovations yeah what a million dollars or more it's i mean it's crazy the the real estate market right now it is everywhere honestly but in los angeles you can buy a two-bedroom ranch house with one bathroom and that is easily over a million dollars yeah there you go well we've been watching a hometown every so often i always forget where they are they're somewhere down south uh but these houses that they're buying they're like uh, well, this two hundred, this twenty five hundred square foot house, you know, four beds, three baths. Uh, it's going to set you back ninety five thousand dollars. It's like, where? Why don't, why don't we live Is there? Is this? Uh, let's see here. Well, you've probably heard of Fixer Upper. They're yeah. in Waco, Texas. Mm-hmm. Same thing. You can get. 3,000 square feet for $150,000. It's what? insane. Still? I thought Texas was going sky high because some not, people not move Not Waco there. because it's a small town. Oh. I got to tell you. Waco's cr- pretty hot because they have the... Because of Fixer Upper? Yeah, Chip and Joanna Gaines. Yep. yep, that's them. Yeah. Uh, Laurel, Mississippi is where hometown is. So 17,000 people, so it's not like a tiny town in the middle of nowhere. And yeah, these houses are worthless. Really? So if you can stand the heat, Probably move to Laurel, Mississippi. Generally, the reason why that is is because the economy is not good because there aren't any jobs. Right. <laughs> That's why. Well, yeah, so that doesn't help. No. So, so Chris, if, you're sh- remote, if you have a remote job and oh, yeah. you're looking oh, that's, for a country life, yeah. yep. if you're working in the tech industry, country life are within, like, let's say an hour to an hour and a half of a major airport, mm-hmm. that could be a sweet living. Yeah, there's a uh, there's kind of a trend, and some millennials have figured out to buy a second home now. And rent it out because rentals are right. hard to find. Right. And someday, that's what the, that's where they're thinking that they might either retire to, or it'll just be worth so much money in twenty, thirty years right. when they do decide to um, retire. That it's a great investment. I got to pass along the and great line. Go ahead, Kristen. You know what I find interesting though too is that um, a lot of there's a lot of Airbnb regulations coming down. So if you're going down that route. You have to watch out because they're starting to, a lot of towns and cities are starting to crack down on those temporary. Oh, yeah. That's why you get in now before the regulations and your grandfathered in. You want to hear the great line from a 1967 dragnet? Yes. Now, the reason I'm watching it again is to compare how we are today because everybody's bitching about America, how it sucks, and everybody's racist and horrible, and oh, my God, we're terrible people. This is from 55 years ago. So, a long time ago, but then again, not that long ago, 55 years ago. This line was delivered on network television to an audience. Dragnet used to pull in over 10 million people an episode. Jeez. Uh, So this was 55 years ago, and Jack Webb says to his partner, you know, we better hop in the car and get on over there because we've got to take care of this, but I, I have to warn you up front, the guy we're going after is not like you and me. He's a Negro. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? He actually said that on network television 55 uh, years ago. Well, it's shocking to hear. I know. Isn't it? Like, what? It would have been shocking even 10 years ago, 20 years ago, because, and we've talked a lot about this, how the lexicon has changed, yeah. how our view of civil rights has changed. Not always for the better, but uh, yeah. Yeah. But the fact that there were a bunch of like you know script writers sitting in yep. the writers' room going, okay, this will be great. Well, it's funny because that's actually kind of come back, but the opposite now. 
It's like you're not like us. You don't know our lived experience. Right. You don't know what we're talking about. Yep. You can't identify with us and unless you're, you're just like, like us. Yeah. That's it's back. It's back. That's exactly the point, Andy. It's flipped over now to the other side, but it's still the same old hatred that it's always been. Yep. It's disgusting. Yeah, America likes to hate somebody. Yes, they sure do. Well, America, all nations even need a, an enemy. Yeah, they do. All humans need an enemy. And they all, do. know why. And all tribes need everybody else's enemies. Yep, exactly. If you're not, if you're not, if, if, if those differences are generally there. I mean, it, and it's a reality. You shouldn't be hating people, but that's the way it is. Oh well, yeah, higher you know? intellect would let you figure that out. Yeah. But. When you're operating on lizard brain time, it doesn't work too well. Although, what is it, Mel Brooks, the 2,000-year-old man? Yep. Let them all go to hell except Cave 76. (laughs) (laughs) Except Cave 76. Nothing has changed since Cave 76. Well, I mean, it just is the way it is. I I just... uh... Except yeah, who you hate and who you don't like and who you don't trust and ah, blah, 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 whatever. I know. It's known very, very well for 51 years now that I don't like radio management. But other than that. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is your group for hatred. That's yes. My group for hatred is radio management. Perhaps well-deserved. <laughs> exactly. That's uh, been a hell of a run, no question about it. So, Kristen, we've been talking about a lot uh, about streaming again because... I do honestly believe the TV right now, because of screaming, uh, screaming, streaming is the best it's ever been. God, television's good right now. It, you know, and I'm in the midst of Emmy's campaigns in terms of like having to watch everything, catch up on everything, I'm being sent everything. I have a list that is so long, and between uh, and a lot of great performances by women, which I, I love. You've mm-hmm. got you know, Julia Roberts' Nixon uh, series. You have We Crash with Anne Hathaway. I still have to watch Candy with Jessica Biel. Um, I'm in the middle of watching the season two of The Flight Attendant with Kaylee Cuoco. I mean, it's just, it's, it's unbelievable what I'm trying to catch up on in time to vote for the Emmys this year. And... It's not an easy task because, you know, every episode is so good. I'm also watching The Staircase with Tony Collette. She's fabulous. Yeah, she's great. I really like Tony Collette. Yeah, and, and these are all series, like powerful performances by women, um, all, you know, variety of ages. And what I love about it is the fact that it's way more entertaining than what's happening at the box office because, of mm-hmm. course, you know, the top of the box office, you look at it, it's another Marvel movie. I'm like, I'm going to see that. You're not going to get me back in the theater to, you know, pay 20 bucks for a Marvel film. And I love going to the movies. You get your popcorn, you get your soda, your bottle of water, you go sit down, comfortable. I love going to the movie theater, but this, the movies suck. I, I I'm with you. people are finally getting fatigued with superhero and Marvel and that kind God, of stuff. God, I hope so. I'm I mean, so it's been a solid, it. what, 10... When did Avengers even come out? Wasn't that like a decade ago at this point? Feels it's like a decade it. ago. Yeah, yeah and exactly. They actually consider, um, because it's a decade of Avengers, they actually consider it the turning point of the death of um, movie theaters. Yeah. Because yep. it really, you know, it's a, it's a niche audience. Even though it's a, it's a wide appeal movie, there's still plenty of us, because I don't need to see another um, superhero movie. I'm exhausted. Right, so right. It, it keeps me home, honestly. I know. I, I yep. will probably go to the theater to go see Top Gun. I think that that's going to be like a fun big summer movie. Mm-hmm. But and it's getting great reviews. It's supposed to be like just really fun. But I can't tell you another movie that's going to get me back to the theater anytime soon after that. No, I know. I, I just it, watching the offer is one thing that really upsets me about watching the offer because I love it. It's so fantastic is when you went to a movie theater to see The Godfather back in the day, 50 years ago, that was a huge event. God, it was fun, wasn't it? Oh, absolutely. I mean, and I'm the first person. I'm I'm the person who movie theater owners like because I am the person that will buy popcorn and a soda yeah. and stand at the snack bar where they make all of their money. So uh, <clears> they've, really, they've seen me once since the pandemic began. I know. It's terrible. I went and saw one movie, and that was In the Heights. Didn't go to the theater for anything else. Yeah, we went to see the new Nicolas Cage movie, which was terrific. It really is good. It's really good. And there were five people. There were Catherine and me, another couple with us, and then one other guy in the theater. Five people in the theater. Yeah, we did. We went to an early show. It was like a 5.30 or 5.45. Yeah. I mean, that yeah. was it. That was, was it. Just, five people. 
You don't know how, how do they keep the doors open? Uh, they are banking, they really are banking on Marvel, they're banking on Top Gun, they're banking mm. on Avatar sequel, because those are the people that will, if, especially if it's good, some of them will buy more than one ticket, they'll come back and see it again. But they've noticed that over 40 has not returned to the theater no, the way no. the younger, like Gen Y has. Yeah, that makes total sense. There's nothing there for us. That's just how it is. It's, it's, it's so odd. But I, I hope we get back to it because, uh, God, Kath, remember it was a big deal of the Friday nights with dinner and a movie. God, that was huge. Oh, absolutely. It was a great time. Yeah, it just goes along with New York Entertainment, a dinner and a show. Yeah, dinner well, and a show. Well, yeah. it just – the, the, the formula films got old. Now they're doing the Marvel. The remakes yep, yep. got old. It's just like they keep on doing they, – they have some success and they just have to just – Pound it to death. I know. That's how it's always been. Though. I, mean, I know. That's what I films, mean. Yeah. yeah buddy true. cop movies, college movies. There, yeah. There's always like a decade worth of the same thing over and over. Yeah. Again. I mean, it used to be fun when Disney, you know, God rest its soul, um, <laughs> when they rest used to they peace. used to come every year out with what you know a really great yeah. movie, and mm-hmm. you'd look forward to seeing because it, it was one time a year. Yeah. And now it's preachy. And now it's super preachy. Yeah. Well, they're also like I don't know. I just feel like you can make. Like, if Disney had come out with all of their classic films all within the span of, like, three years, I think people would have gotten sick of them yeah, halfway absolutely. through. And they wouldn't have been looked at as classic films because it's yeah. like, oh, another one. Well, that's what's so fun about watching The Offer is it kind of shows how the studio, you know, executives work and how oh, the God, producers work and the art, oh, yeah. artistic people. And it's all about money, 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 money. And, yep. and people screwing each other for a, for a little power and a little this and a little that. And it's just like, oh, my God, they're just such a bunch of greedy bastards. It's like, how does anything ever get made? It's really fun to watch that show. Yeah, it is. I do agree with you on that one. So, uh, have you you have been watching the author the offer? Excuse me. I keep calling it the author, but it's the offer. offer. Tom, let's get it right. Have you been watching that at all, Kristen? No, I'm in the middle of flight attendant and the staircase, and then also I'm going to start WeWork. So those are my three. Right I now. think you're going. I think you would like the offer because when Tom told me about it, I'm like, ugh, mobsters. Blah. <laughs> I don't want to watch a mobster show. Blah. Yeah, I get it. it speaking, has, speaking of an oversaturated genre. Yeah, yeah it, but it, it's about ma- it's about getting it done getting and it how made, hard yeah. it was to yep. get it done. It was up against up against the mob, the Teamsters. Mm-hmm. The, I, East Coast, West Coast politics. It was just. It's. It's actually very. It's, it's very really, well done, and the cast is great. It is. Yep. Yeah, I think you would actually really like it if you like good writing. What um, network is it on? Um, it's on Paramount. Paramount. Yeah, Plus. Paramount, oh, Plus. I Paramount Plus. I can see if it's in my screening list because I have like a list of screenings. Oh, yeah, so, I think you would re- really like it because I, I I was all set to hate it and I really like it. You would ha- you have uh, Amazon Prime, don't you? Or just Prime? No, you can't call it Amazon Prime anymore. It's just Prime now. It's Amazon Video. That's how you. Oh, I thought they told me to. They told me I had to say Prime in a commercial. Oh no, yeah, it's Amazon Video when we have to write about it. Oh, but that's yeah. weird because they wanted me to say Prime Video, not well, Amazon. It used Prime to be, Video. but they I think they're changing. Yeah, because IMDb TV just became Freebie, so they may be. Yeah, Freebie. I really yeah. like that. I like Freebie, by the way. That's that's a good channel, but. Um, Paramount almost went broke because uh, just before The Godfather, they didn't have any good movies, and uh, Love Story Love came stories, out. Love Stories, yeah. And then they released The Godfather, the, the highest grossing film of all time, I believe, at this point now. I think that's what it is all about. But nah, it's, I'm sure that's The Avengers or something like that. Well, well I mean, highest up. grossing overall, or highest overall? netting? Because those are very different things. Yeah, because Godfather yeah. did not cost very much. It only cost $6, six million, million to make. Yeah. Highest grossing films, Avatar, Avengers, Star Wars, Titanic, Avengers, Spider-Man, Avengers again. So that's why they keep making them. Yes, it is. Oh, for crap. But it's at over all time. Yeah, I don't know. How much money has Godfather made since uh, since it was made? Godfather is not even on the top 50. Really? Unbelievable at this point. Oh, here we go. Uh, let's see. What but then is... tickets used to be a buck, and now they're, what, $55? <laughs> so there's a big difference. <laughs> that is true. 17 18 Yeah. Yeah, 17 18 bucks to get in. It used to be a dollar to get in the Broadway Theater in North Minneapolis. I worked well, but... in a movie theater, and it was seven fifty. Yeah. $7.50. And that you was know. expensive at the time because it was New York City. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Here we go. Lifetime adjusted grosses, adjusted for inflation. 
Godfather is 25. 25. I thought it would have done better than that. <laughs> Number one is Gone with the Wind still. There, that many, you know, there were a lot less people on the planet back then. There were. Well, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Gone well, with the Wind. Number one is Gone with the Wind, 1939. But there was only, uh, yeah, but there were like three movie theaters. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How many movies came out in 1939? Probably right. not a whole lot. Not and also, if something was a dollar, what's that like? Five hundred million today. So, <laughs> yeah. you know. But that was a big year. Nineteen thirty-nine was big. It Gone with the Wind and The Wizard of Oz came out in nineteen thirty-nine. That was a big year for movies. Pretty good year for movies. I would say so, but um, yeah, yeah, actually, I, by adjusted gross, uh, nothing made after two thousand until eleven, which is Star Wars Episode Seven. Really? Yeah. Other than that, it's all old stuff. I wonder why that is. Um, I think it's like what you've said. There's just too much oversaturation of crappy movies. If you have ten different movies that you could potentially see, that means each of them is going to get you know ten percent of the. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't. Well, know what the yeah, term is, pe- people only have so much money to throw away at you know going to see <laughs> exactly. the movies, and streaming came in, and people just stay home. That too. You know, it's so amazing about that. Yeah, and, and, then a, and the pandemic happened, and you realize, mm-hmm. oh, if I just pay ten dollars a month or whatever, you know depending on the streaming service. Yep. This isn't a bad deal. I can hang out on my couch, be safe, not be around gross people coughing. And I'm just even, I'm not even talking about COVID. I'm talking about people when it's like cold and flu season. Right. 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 And, and without their phones. And you can call Uber Eats to get uh, something delivered. Right. Yeah, there you Gone go. With the, how is this even possible? Hold on. <laughs> Population of America, 1939. I would guess 160 million. 130 million. 130 million, even less. Uh, Gone with the Wind sold 202 million tickets. What? So the average American saw it almost two times. And how much did it cost to make? I don't even know. Probably not a lot. What would it, what it, what, what it cost today to make something like start, that? When you start oh, looking at how many times the, the things are viewed, mm-hmm. you know, the, these movies are viewed over and over and over again by multiple generations yeah, by people. Yeah. How many times uh, I saw the first Star Wars movie ten times? Mm-hmm. You have never yeah. seen Gone with the Wind. Oh, yeah. I don't, I've well, never seen How many that's, people have seen it ten times, twenty times? Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn, right? Right. Yeah, yeah I've never seen it. I've never seen that movie. I either. just know that quote. Let's see. It I don't know nothing about eighty million to make adjusted. Eighty? What did? Uh, Gone with the wind. Eighty million adjusted. Yes. So it actually cost how much? Three point eight. Three point. Three point eight. That's what I'm saying. Impossible. You can't even buy a four bedroom yeah. house for that. Exactly right. Inflation is killer. Well, we got some coming our way, so you better get ready to be killed because that is going to kick our ass over the next couple of years. I just, uh, I am not looking forward to the next presidential election year in 2024. No, we are going to have some massive financial problems. Ma- huge. Mm, we'll see what the midterms do. Maybe that'll help. Well, the problem is they want to ride the poor people to a victory. That's I know, the but problem. they're going to have to rein in the spending. That's the only way to Absolutely. take care There's of it. There's no way. The- can't. No matter I what they so. say, they have to. I hope that's true. Um, so, so Kristen, let me ask you a question about in Los Angeles, okay? Mm-hmm. Just your your hometown market, or your home, not your current hometown market is the best way to put it. Yeah. Because I, I, you know, people ask me about you know television, about radio, about newspapers, about movie theaters. I said. Uh, television news is already suffering mightily. It's almost unwatched now. Yes, it is. I mean, people do Hopefully not... Hopefully it will become literally unwatched soon. Uh, that would be good. Except for Frank and Amelia. He wants to get his kids through college, and then he said they can do whatever they well, want. Well, local news. I, I thought you were talking about... Not like, local. Nobody watches the local news anymore. Yeah, that's no, true. I don't. No, they don't. No, I haven't seen the local news in at least three well, years. I don't think we can even get local channels at our house. You have to have an antenna, and most people just don't. They just don't do it, yeah. So, I can you know, get it through Roku. Oh, you can get it through yeah, Roku? Roku, yeah, yeah Roku oh, has it. I didn't know Roku, that. Yeah. Huh. yeah, Roku has it. Yeah. Hulu has it. They have all the local channels. Oh, interesting. Yeah, they have all the local channels. That's not a problem. If you use a VPN, does that mean you can get channels, local channels from other areas? I don't know. Mm. Probably. Yeah, the, um, Roku has, um, within it, they have a news app that has like ABC, CBS, but it has all the major cities. So you'd be able to get. Yep. Oh, okay. So you choose the city. Yes. It's not like based on your location. I see. Okay. Well, no, that's not true. You're not going to get your rural local news, but you'll get the big city local news. Yeah, you you will automatically get the Minnesota channels, Andy. Yeah. Yeah. They automatically pop up there, and it's. uh, But but uh, you know people keep asking me, so how much longer are you going to stay in radio, Tom? You know how much longer are you going to be in radio? 
well, I'm going to stay in for maybe a couple, two, three more years because I, I think five years from now, radio is going to disappear. Yeah. I just don't think anybody... Radio will always exist, but there's going to be like two, three channels per market. That's, that's, about, that's what yeah, I think. Yeah, that's about right. You're, you're probably right about that. They, they're going to have to undilute their audiences, but they're going to have to... I mean, right. the technology is just so like perfect for what it is. The technology is never going to go away. Except for ethnic channels. No? Ethnic stations. I think the the, well, yeah, here, the long the yeah. the, uh, the Spanish channel. I mean, there's there's all those channels, and I'm sure there's a Polish channel or two channels in That's Chicago. Polak channel. Get oh, it right. Bilski's listening. He's got to be calling it the Pol. He calls me this morning. He goes, "Yeah, coming back from the cabin on Monday morning. What do I hear? Oh, Bilski's coming back. Must be the Polak hour." <laughs> He loves that so much when I do that. Bilski's a got it. No, he's working, so he can't be listening. He's a great guy. Um, why don't we take a break here? We'll come back, and then Kristen, I want to turn it over to you to talk about what you see coming, what uh, what your thoughts are on Hollywood, how we're going to go forward with movies and streaming and all the rest of it. We will be right back right after this. Tom here for Shift Real Estate. I met the folks from Shift Real Estate last year on our way to Key West and loved their story. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees because they list for a flat fee of $5,000, and that includes photos, MLS listing, online marketing, and the assistance of a full-time realtor. Tell Shift about your home, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more. Shift Real Estate, the common sense way to sell your home. Visit shift2sell.com because life is expensive enough. And we are back with Stretch's picks. Who's winning this thing? The Kitties, the Pack, the Bears, or the Purple? None of the above. Those are all the teams in the division. I know that. Well, who's your pick? I'm going with Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. What? It's not a football team. Sabre is one of the largest Bryant dealers in the state, which means you save. Yep, I'm going with Sabre, Sabre and Bryant doing whatever it takes to keep you comfortable. Oh, uh, one more thing, Tom. What's that? Visit saberheating.com. Tom here, and I'm excited to tell you about a well-being and weight loss program I personally know works. It's called Continuum Weight and Well-Being. So why Continuum? Because if you're like most of their clients, you've tried countless programs and the DIY version of weight loss. If you're back at square one and just not happy with your weight, health, and how you're feeling, great news Continuum is doing it differently. There are no meal replacements or foods you're required to purchase. They don't just focus on weight loss. They're upfront with their pricing. And most importantly, Continuum is designed for long-term success. Schedule a free consultation and find out more today. Simply go to their website, continuumweightwellbeing.com, or call them or text them at 952-491-6527. The Continuum team, Nancy, Danette, and Kelly, are looking forward to getting you healthier today. Listen to that energy for Kristen Burt. Ah! What a theme song for Kristen. The the Kristen Burt Report. This is the same uh, guy. This is Grimrock. Oh, I love it. Yeah, so he's got the high energy and the low energy, just in case Kristen's not feeling well that day. Yeah, well, there you go. That's exactly right. Energy up. Mm Mm-hmm. So, what's the buzz? So, what's going How is it looking in Los Angeles? How is streaming looking, movies looking, local TV is there a feeling out there in Hollywood right now? Because that's where all the money comes from, right? Um, well, it's interesting because right now the upfronts are going on in New York City. That is where the broadcast networks present their fall slate of shows to advertisers and marketers. And, you know, that's where they sell all the advertising. And it's so interesting because broadcast television is essentially dead. However, they're really having to start incorporating strategies into the streaming, which means for a lot of these streamers, including Netflix and Disney Plus, they are going to have to start selling ad-based subscriptions. Oh, yeah. Yep. Not only to roar in new um, subscribers, because we also have possibly a recession looming before us. Yes, we do. You don't want people suddenly canceling, because that's probably one of the first things to go when you're like, oh, I can save $10 a month here. Um, but also this is a way for them to generate money because even though Netflix is down, we've seen that their subscriber base is down 200,000 Disney plus saw an increase in subscribers, but they're still not yet profitable. Mm -hmm. And the only way that they're going to see that profit is through advertising. So it is this big 
scrambled to figure out the best financial model with broadcast TV and with their streaming and how to mesh the two of them together. That's really it's kind of unfortunate. I mean, obviously, I am at that age where TV kind of broke when I was four years old. All of a sudden, there were we had the first television in twelve hundred Spruce Place, and the entire there had to be forty, fifty apartments in that building, and we had the very first TV. And people would line up to come to our house. I remember on Saturday night, we would take people in like half hour segments, and they come in and watch TV with us. Wow! I'll never forget that as a little kid. And then my dad went so broke, and that was the end of that. But anyway, birth of television, the birth of the golden age, and you're also watching kind of the death of broadcast television. Isn't yeah, that no, that's exactly right. It, it's you know, all that stuff. Look at all that stuff. Whether it's radio, television, whether it's you know, I, I mean, all of the stuff that was such a big deal. The home telephone. Yeah. No such thing anymore. Although I do know a guy who still has a, a landline. He's got one landline. Wow. Well, I, I told don't you even know when I last had a landline. I told you <laughs> that a few that years one. ago. Well, of course, he's 95. But um, Xfinity paid us to install a landline. They did? Yeah. What? They took off like $15 a month off our bill to install a landline. Why? Why would they do that? I think because their numbers are so bad. So ultimately, it all goes through, I believe, um, like a government telephone network something like that okay the infrastructure so Uh if xfinity is not actually selling landlines or having them installed then their rights to use that infrastructure might might dry up is my guess oh sure. so they have to be like oh yeah we got so even if they're paying people to use them they want to keep that infrastructure because it's so valuable so they're paying people to use the landlines and then they can go say oh look our numbers are so great valuable if nobody uses it I guess they assume that someone might one day. It might mm. it might be access to uh, big uh, uh, big big iron uh, kind of routers and things like that. I I don't. That's interesting. That's an interesting mm. concept. But they, I, I can see that where if you're not if you're not playing in that market, uh, yep. it goes away. Well, there's also the fact that I mean the infrastructure objectively is worth hundreds of millions of dollars because there's just there's tons of cable. It costs yeah. a lot to install. It's everywhere. But I think a lot of people involved in making decisions at companies like that are a little behind the times. So they're like, oh, well, you know, it's, they see it. They see that it, it costs all this money to install. So they're like, well, its value must be super high. But value is only, you know, if there's no demand, there's no value. Yeah. Uh, and I'll uh, tell you, the satellite broadband, uh, the, that, that's coming online. And they are, well, Last week they launched two two rockets within 24 hours with satellites on them. That's amazing. Mm. God, that, that's, that, that system, amazing. yeah, that is that's a fascinating kind of a thing. We're back in the 90s with the satellite era. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to get all our we'll get our broadband just from your antenna <laughs> on your phone, well, on your car. Yeah. yeah, I can see that working well. The problem is the latency is not something you can fix. Yeah. There's but, always going to be a lot of latency involved. So, well, that, but the the low the low orbit satellites are supposed to have much much less latency. It's not not this. It's not it's not as much of a problem as the, the other satellites. It's only going to be a real problem if you're playing something like an online yeah, yeah, game that go. requires a lot of very very comp- low ping. to be competitive. Yeah. Exactly, you're probably playing Counter Strike or something like that. The average person probably wouldn't even notice a ping of 300 milliseconds. Mm-hmm. But if you're playing a game, then the game's unplayable. I got to tell Kristen this one. I think you'll like this one, Kristen Burt. Mm-hmm. So I'm watching Alfred Hitchcock the other day, and you just don't think about these things, right? Well, look at all the info I'm picking up, though, how the world has changed. But I'm watching Alfred Hitchcock, an episode from like 1954, something like that, 55. And five year old Fawny, about to turn six in another, what, 10 days. Yeah. She turns six years old in 10 days. But She's all grown. All oh grown. Oh boy, is she ever. It's so funny, though, because you don't think about stuff like this. I'm watching Alfred Hitchcock, and she walks downstairs and she looks at the TV screen, and she just she's looks staring at it for a while. And all of a sudden she says, Bop, Bop. Why isn't there any color? <laughs> she didn't get it. It was in black and white. She had never seen black and white before. No, why would she? And why would she? Well, yeah. But you don't think about stuff like that. You know, I, I, I had this. I, I've told the story before. There was a, a young woman who was in Spain. Her, uh, 
mother and her stepdad were visiting her, and they said, well, why don't you sell some, send some postcards to your family? And she says, well, what's that? <laughs> exactly. True story. I've never written oh, yeah. a postcard in my life. She said, well, those are the things you know, with pictures you see on the, in the tourist uh, stores. She goes, oh, so and bought them, and then say, so she said, you write on the back of this, and then you have to send them. She goes, well, how do you do that? <laughs> well, you have, to go to, the, you have to go to the post office to get a stamp. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Well, how do you do that? She had never, yeah. she was 21, 22, had never been in a post office. At the age of 21, I had probably never mailed no. anything. I remember trying. And this was. I remember teaching you how to mail years something. Ago. I mean, this is, this yeah. is. Yeah, this is a wall. I didn't write my first check. I don't think until I was like twenty five years old. I had well, no idea how. Well, these, well, these, the phones have done that. Mm-hmm. The, the 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 smartphones have done that. They have just supplanted so many things. Yeah. It's, it's just hard to comprehend. Well, it's like talking to somebody that doesn't have Venmo. It's like, what's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why don't you have Venmo? I know a few people that refuse to use it. They are so scared that yeah. somehow people will get into their account. Well, it is linked to your bank account. Of course, with every bank and every app, you have to be careful, but they refuse to use any type of online banking. Yeah. What's the word about this whole Netflix so-called shake-up that, you know, they sent a memo saying that the staff would have to perhaps work on things that they didn't like to work on and that they would have to do it and they'd have to shut up. And then well, everybody's all mad. Netflix is in a lot of financial trouble, and like that's the thing. They were allowed to. The problem is, is that they've had to shift the entire corporate culture. Before it was like there's unlimited money for everything, and a lot of journalists. And I don't know if a lot of people realize this, but they have um, an, a journalistic arm to Netflix called To Doom. You know, like To Doom. To Doom. Noise. They recruited top entertainment journalists throughout Los Angeles particularly woman of color and they're like come on over here we're going to give you a huge salary and they did um but once they got there there was kind of no structure and people were trying to just like oh yeah everything. no one promoted to doom and they laid everyone off just about two weeks ago and so now they're all out of a job completely they only worked there four months and they were led down the path of one promise it was completely another and netflix is like sorry we didn't anticipate this 2000 subscriber loss um so what it's saying is like it has nothing to do with you know oh my gosh now you're gonna have to work at things that you know that you don't like it's just literally like we have to work on the things that are going to sell and make us money because we Mm -hmm. are hemorrhaging money so quickly well they were doing the i remember back in like the dot-com boom all these tech companies, they were moving to Los Angeles. They were buying the penthouse suite for all their employees. Oh, yeah. And their Building offices, headquarters everywhere. Their offices consisted of, like, pinball machines and yeah, yeah. indoor pools and stuff. And they're like, oh, yeah, we work maybe an hour a day, but that's all we need to do. And that's exactly what Netflix did. There was a streaming boom. They decided to just blow all their money because they're like, oh, well, there's infinite money. Who cares? And now the bubble has burst and now they're really hurting because they're like oh crap we don't know what we're doing nouveau they, riche corporation exactly mm-hmm. that's they exactly have. what it it's is no different than the dot-com bust back yeah. in like 2000 2001 no it's the exact like, same everyone, thing yeah it's so it's like i mean it's just amazing to me like how we're just seeing history i know it is itself. ridiculous that industry it? has learned nothing well the problem is that Netflix has by far more viewers than any other streaming channel or any other any other ABC, NBC, CBS. The top five are Fox, NBC, ABC, CBS, and Netflix. Netflix is number one, and they're still losing tons of money. When do you think professional sports will start jumping over? <clears throat> they did. Uh, the NFL is this year. They're going to be on Prime Video. Oh, really? Yeah. really? There you go. Yep. So they were on NBC, right? ABC, NBC, and CBS. Yeah, but they're, they're, they're losing viewership, too. Yes, yeah, they, they are. Well, are they not going to be on cable, or I, are they also going to be on streaming? I think they're just going to be on it. Kristen, do you know for sure? Monday Football will still exist on ABC. In fact, it's replacing yes. Dancing with the Stars, because Dancing with the Stars is moving to Disney+. Plus. Right. Um, permanent. Wow. This is hilarious. The permanent replacement, which was just announced today for Dancing with the Stars on the nights that there aren't. Monday Night Football is going to be Bachelor in Paradise. So I'm oh like, wow, wow, this is how far we've fallen. Yeah, that's pretty bad. <laughs> but, you know, hey, in my business, in the radio business, without naming any companies or whatever, there is a company out there right now. It's not the one I work at. 
They're $15 billion in debt. How the hell are you ever going to pay that off with radio stations? Good luck to you. Well, you know, we, we live in a world where the, the corporate structure is the board members will make billions. Oh, yeah. The CEOs will make billions. Everybody will make billions, and but everything else has to collapse. Everybody's job goes away. The whole industry shifts. But those people always make their money. Well, what they do is yeah. they, they bail. They abandon ship. They declare bankruptcy. And then all of the company's assets are liquidated. And that's how their debtors get some of the money back. But there's no clawback yeah. from no, the, no. the yeah. exorbitant no. salaries right. and things like yep. that. Nope. Mm-hmm. So well, all, they'll all be just fine except for, the, you know, once again, yep. the minions. Everyone else loses everything. Well, but, yeah. yep. Kristen and Ralph, we read a story on the show yesterday. The top paid CEO in the United States of America last year, one year, made $292 million. How in the hell did anybody at the board ever okay that? I think it's tax evasion. You think it is? Somehow huh? they're How evading is, taxes. How much is a bonus? Because uh, I, would, I would love to know what the base yeah. salary was and and then how much is a stock? Uh, yeah. you know, that's well, a stock lot of it's stock. Yeah. A lot of it is stock, yes, but it's still $292 million. I have never made close to $292 million a year. I want yeah. you to know well, that. A couple of years ago, you were kind of close. <laughs> yeah, I was really close. I think you it was $2. You I was going to ask for a pay raise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's like, honest to God, there is all this money just flowing out of these companies. That's why I'm terrified of the next couple of years. These pigs are taking all the money. Well, it's called a bubble. That's what happened. Yeah. Like we were just talking about the yeah. dot com. I mean, God, people back then, you could literally just buy a domain. You could buy like hello.com. And then a year later, someone would be like, oh, that's a valuable domain. I'll give you $5 million for it. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly you it. You can I, become I a millionaire with nothing. But then if you're getting at the wrong time, you will lose absolutely everything. Okay, I do have to ask everybody on the show, Kristen. Mm-hmm. Um. You heard about this UFO uh, show that was on. The, 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 there was a show covering the UFO sightings and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Officials, UFO sightings are frequent and continuing. Testimony comes amid Congress. First public hearing on UFO. Yeah, there was a public hearing yesterday, right? On UFOs in 50 years. Apparently, they are not even trying to deny there are, there are UFOs anymore. There's a, the the government itself is saying no. You're right. There are UFOs. Is this linked with the fentanyl crisis at all? <laughs> well, yeah, it could be. I suppose, maybe <laughs> that's a possibility. But we always knew we weren't the only ones in this universe. Obviously, we're not the only beings out there. But they're saying they. Some people are saying they've been around for a long time, and now they don't even try to deny they've been around. What show, What movie did I just watch? That the, the moon was a superstructure. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. That, yeah. that was actually kind of a fun movie for an airplane. What was it, what was it called again? Um, moon movie. <laughs> Superstructure. Yeah, the Moonfall? Center. Was that what it was? Moonfall, yeah. That's what it was. That's, that was it, yeah. Could have been. I remember, I remember the trailer. Yeah. I don't know, Tom. Yeah, I don't Moonfall. Know. It was fly, actually pretty they good. They fly around, they don't stop. Or they're stopping. Right. We don't see them. They okay. do, they they they. they uh, well, apparently, they move well, in unusual that they've been ways. Abducted, you know, all those alien abductions. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like Cartman. I been abducted, but mm-hmm. some people think that it's happened. I like to say Ooh, I like it. They call them. They call them UAPs now. They're not UFOs anymore. They're UAPs, unidentified aerial phenomena. No, even more vague. <laughs> even more vague. That's exactly right. So, yeah. what, but I mean, do you think we? I mean, obviously, we're not the only beings in the universe. I know it's a long way away to the next one. It is a it's long a very, way away. Next closest habitable planet, I think, is what? I don't know. It's Proxima Centauri doesn't have any uh, habitable planets. I don't think. Well, how about- no, oh, no, it's what it's it's hundreds of light years away. Uh, Proxima Centauri is the closest star to ours. That's four point five, and it's yeah four and a half light. So even if you Boom. could travel the speed of light, it would take four and a half years one way. <laughs> God. And uh, how, man, how what's our fastest spacecraft? Let's see. <laughs> oh wait, 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 Hundreds of generations to get there. The fastest is 163 kilometers per second, so 300. <laughs> see, about, about 600,000 kilometers an hour. Let's see, how much is a light year? I think it's 300 million, something like that. Uh-huh. Oh, no, it's uh, well over that. It's 9.5 trillion. Oh, 9.5 trillion? Yeah, it, it, 
Yeah. And that's so, for one. Yes, that is for one. Oh, so God. if we say divided by, it would take. I, this is a number so big I can't even read it. But that's what <laughs> <laughs> we got to go, go scientific super, notation on you here. Super computer. Sixteen million hours for the fastest spacecraft to go one light year. Oh if my. I'm doing these calculations wow. correctly. And that's four and a half. And yeah, away. so it would, uh, what's 16 whatever times 4.5? I don't know. I lost interest a while ago. Wow. We started doing oh, math. Yeah. Started oh, math. Nice. <laughs> We're going. There we go. 72 like million me. hours. What noise going on in her head? 72 million hours to get there. <laughs> yep. How many hours are in a year? 8760. <laughs> Some movies Eight, are that long now, I know. 8300 years. 8,300 years to get, get there. to the closest planet, and there aren't any people on that planet. And I don't think Proxima Centauri has any habitable planets. And, so and that's the closest star. If we're talking about the closest habitable planet, it's probably ten times that at least. And, 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 the, and no, the, our known physics say that light speed is very difficult if at not this impossible point. If not break. impossible. Yeah, if not impossible there, yeah. I, so yeah, I, I don't know. I, there's other thing, weird stuff that flies around, you know. The militaries have a lot of weird stuff, secret stuff flying around. Yeah, they uh, do. You know, the Skunk Works is still that active. You know, oh, there's some no. bizarre stuff flowing around that no one is knows about. Even the military, deepest military, don't know about. And they fly that stuff around. You know, do you see us? Oh, good. Okay, let's try again. Yeah. So, I don't know. If, uh, if we see evidence of aliens, the first thing we're going to see is a transmission we're going to hear one of their radio stations yeah could be because the speed of radio goes at the speed of light so, so they're playing the tom bernard podcast exactly. Yeah. We're gonna, <laughs> yeah, exactly we're gonna hear the glexnar podcast from 92.5 exactly. <laughs> honest to god Ooh, I, we got to try this one out how popular is your first name in minnesota not mine's not mine's not I'm way down. Really? Oh, I would guess non-existent. Kristen with a Y? Forget it. <laughs> Kristen with a Y? Let me see if I can find Kristen with a Y. Oh, you know what? I'll give you all. There, there are 20, it looks like maybe 25 male and 25 female. So here are the female names. Charlotte, Olivia, Evelyn, Emma, Nora, Amelia, Ava, Sophia, Hazel, Eleanor, Lucy, Harper, Isla, Violet, Grace, Ellie, Ella, Avery, Everly, and Layla. Hmm. A lot of old names are coming back. Hazel? Yeah, Hazel. Hazel. Violet. Those are very old names. Mm -hmm. Very, very old names. Hazel, second cousin. Okay, now the most pop... Oscar. Yeah. I'm hearing like Walters, like real old school Yeah, Walters are a very old name. Lucy. Lucy's making a big comeback. Lucy. Lucy. I love Lucy. Mm -hmm. Lucy Love it. The most popular male names last year were... I'm going to go from the bottom to the top on this one. Asher, Mason, Wyatt, Lucas, Logan, Jackson, Hudson, Lincoln, Levi, Benjamin, Leo, Noah, James, William, Jack, and the top five are Owen, Liam, Ted, Henry, and Oliver. Yeah, so it's half old names and half Old Testament names. That's mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, it is. It is rather interesting. Because hmm. I read this morning, the most popular name is Thomas. There's no, there was no getting around it. <laughs> No. Well, that's my my experience. Certainly, you're not you're not buying that one. No, is that I'm what you're saying? It. No, not this time. Yeah, you don't meet a little kid named Mark or Tom or. No, you don't yeah. anymore. No, yeah, Bob. There's no, there's no Bobs and anymore. Joes and yeah, Steves. Mm-hmm. Those generic names. No, there's not a whole lot of that stuff. So, Kristen, what else? We got anything good coming our way? We should watch. Um. I think the honestly the list. Uh, if you aren't watching the staircase, that's based. If you're a true true crime junkie, that mm-hmm. is based off of um, the documentary that was on Netflix, and there was a big uh, Dateline podcast about it. Um, I'm hearing Candy with Jessica Biel is amazing. That's on Hulu. You should check out that. Um, What's that and- about? Because I've seen the promo for that. Yeah, I think that's also another, you know, true crime. Everyone is adapting true right. crime stories. Right, um, And, you know, yeah, The Trouble with Pam, I haven't watched yet with Renee Zellweger. That's another one. I just forgot about it. Or The Thing About Pam. That's another true crime story. People are gravitating towards Dateline podcasts and turning them into scripted dramas. Really? Huh. Yes. Fascinating. It is. And uh, I think it's all white women that like true crime, so I fall right into that category. Yeah, it does <laughs> seem to be the case, doesn't it? 
Why? Yeah, I don't know what I don't it is. Know. Like, I've been a true crime junkie for years, and you know, I travel alone a lot for work. Oh, sure. I'm actually starting up my business travel again this week. That's why I'll be out next week. And that's how I sit there and like soothe myself in a hotel room, like locked in alone. I watch Dateline nonstop. What is my problem? <laughs> so, so it really is. It really, it's that ethnically specific. So oh, yeah. Asian women, black women, white Native women, American women, uh, Mexican, they don't watch that stuff? No, it's white women. I don't white know women. why. Wow. It's white women. I don't, and I don't know what it is. But, you know, it does make me, I will say, because people, my husband's always like, what do you get out of this? This is so awful. I'm like, you know what? It's made me a more aware person. Yeah, I never that's get true. on a ho- uh, an elevator alone with a, a man who I don't know. Right. Because oftentimes they will get off on your floor. Mm. And I, it actually happens to a colleague of mine. So that has always been kind of like one Wait. of the big safety well, you just um, don't get off on that like, floor. You let them press the button first. You press a different button. Boom. Yeah. You Problem can get off the floor above or below or whatever. But, yeah, it's scary. All right. I'll close with this one to show how horrifying life can be for everyone. Oh, goody. Many years ago, I'm working at Capitol Records. I traveled to Kansas City. I won't say the name of the hotel because they should have fixed it, but they didn't. But um, so I check in. I'm going to go up to bed because i got to go call on all the radio stations in town the next day. So I get undressed, I hop into bed, and as I hop into bed under the covers, my foot hits something in the bed. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Not a horse hit, please. And I'm like, what the hell was that? I get out of bed, I pull the covers back, and it's a copy of Hustler magazine. (laughs) Which means they didn't didn't change the sheets. Oh, so how bad is that there, Kristen Burt? Oh, <laughs> man. That's why you're supposed to now, like, travel with your own little, like, sheet sleeping bag. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, God, I know. Just oh. do that because I, the, the housekeeping staff just doesn't get, they get about 15 minutes to turn over. Yeah, that's true. All right, young lady, you know, you're going to just stab us in the back again next week, typical. Oh, I'll have to model through on a Tuesday. I'm, I'm are you guys back the day after Memorial Day, or are you on vacation? You're a disaster. Um, when what? No, we're back the day after Memorial Day. Absolutely. Are we? Okay. okay. I'll be there. I'll come back that day. All right, my dear. We'll talk to you in two weeks. Sounds good. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Bye. That's going to do it. We'll see you tomorrow. The Tom Bernard Show.